0: Jesus, we just praise you this morning. We worship you. We are thankful. We honor you. We give you the glory and the praise. King of kings and Lord of lords, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place in each and every heart. Lord, we just open ourselves up to you. You are welcome here, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you Father for your goodness and your mercy Thank you Father for your wholeness Lord Thank you for your restoration and your protection Thank you for your deliverance Lord Thank you for everything that you would pour out on us Thank you Lord for bringing the answers For bringing the solutions Thank you Lord for upholding us at all times, we give you the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just thank him right now. Just thank him. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: you are a good God that loves us. We thank you that you gave your son for us, Lord. We thank you that you are the good, good father. You are the good, good father. You have good things for your kids. Lord, help us to understand that we need to give like our daddy. We need to give like our daddy, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We Worship you, we worship you, oh, Lord. we worship you, we worship you,
0: and we worship you, oh, Lord. as we go through that one more time, just close your eyes, raise your hands. Give your heart right now. The offering baskets aren't all up. They're not out here right now. But offerings being taken up right now as you give your heart to the Lord. Right now you have the ability to give Him thanks, give Him praise, to give Him worship. This is how we enter in. We enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. We stay in the Holy of Holies as we worship Him. Let's worship him right now with your heart with everything you have close your eyes hit your knees stand raise your hands whatever he leads you to do let's praise him and worship him now We Pray- may not understand what's happening but when we start to praise him and to thank him like that and this is not this is not something that just happens right now the lord is moving through this crowd by the holy spirit he's touching lives he's bringing solutions he's bringing healing to, to people he's giving them wise ideas ideas for business ideas for their family how to solve things This is how the Lord touches His people. He's showing them His heart. He's pouring it out. As we go through it just this last time, just continue to worship Him and open yourself up to the Holy Spirit to do what He wants to do. You can just say, Lord, have Your way with me. Lord, have Your way with me today. And I say in Jesus' name, Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Have your way with this church. In Jesus' name.
1: You are righteous, oh you are righteous, you are righteous, you are righteous, oh-oh-oh-oh. and you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful oh-oh-oh-oh. beautiful you are beautiful you are beautiful oh you you are holy you are holy you are holy Love
0: Um, I don't know if you understand but that is a heart of worship that's so pure and it's coming out of your hearts and as I was sitting there it's like the Lord said He said this makes me so happy and this, this doesn't happen everywhere This does not happen everywhere. You have to have a people whose heart is prepared, who've given themselves over to thanks and praise and worship. It doesn't just happen. He says, I long to come in and touch people's lives, but it doesn't just happen. You have to prepare your hearts. And I know for months we as a people have been seeking after him and this is this is a product of hungering and thirsting after him what that we might give him the worship that he deserves that we might give him the praise that he deserves that's what the preparation is for that we might worship him and praise him and give him honor and adore him and let him have what he deserves father you are so awesome His word says, those that honor me, I will honor. You can consider it a fact and truth that will set you free when you honor him like you did this morning. Right there in that moment, he will honor you. And I'll tell you this, even if you, you don't even live here, this is not your church. The fact that you were here today. Means that God will honor you because you placed yourself in the midst of a people that will honor him. And the blessing, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. So whether this is your home or not, the fact that you were here today, God will honor. And you should put expectation. I was there that day. Lord, I receive and I expect your honor. It's not a fair trade. We had a few moments of giving heart to God in a reality and yet he will say let me show you how I can blow the blessings into your life Lord blow your blessings into our lives command your blessings Lord fix the issues Lord in Jesus name fix the issues in the lives of people thank you Father Lord show solutions bring peace now in Jesus name Bring your wealth into the lives of people to establish your covenant. Bring healing now in the name of Jesus. Let the manifestation be. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Your word says you will honor those that honor you. Lord, thank you. In your presence is everything that we need Lord we desire your presence I just prayed it again before all that started Uh, I just said Lord Lord let us have everything that we can have today the level that we can receive let us receive it wherever we can go to whatever we can touch uh, you know, according to you, whatever we can reach and touch with our hearts, Lord, let us as a body touch you today. Lord, thank you for honoring your word. Over in Acts, I think it's chapter 13, it says, While they were ministering to the Lord, the Lord came back and showed them the plans, and he, that's when he called and separated. Paul and he separated Barnabas and he, said, and he said look I'm going to show you plans and they were anointed to go and do what they're called to do you know in the name of Jesus what you're called to do here and, and, and for the rest of your life just let that anointing fall right now even stuff that won't start today let the anointing fall as we minister to the Lord and we worship Him and we honor Him as we've done those things Lord Lord minister to your people as we minister to you you minister to us according to your word yeah thank you father right now i just if you have any need whatsoever what it doesn't matter what it is it can be health financial you just need jesus you need you i need something i don't even know what its name is just come up here to the altar just come up right now i don't if you need health healing you need wisdom you need business you need with you know the wisdom of god to show you what you need just come up right now and you know the truth of the matter is i don't think any of us none of us have fullness You need restoration. You need deliverance. I need a touch of God. I need something beyond myself. Anything. Come up right now. Come up. Don't, don't, you know, this is a place where everybody's going to love you for reaching out and touching God. This is the place where everybody's going to love you for stretching your hands towards God. It's a lot easier here than it ever is in the world. We all need Him in some way. Whatever that way is, just come up right now. Show Him your faith and your trust in Him by stepping out and saying, Lord, I'm coming to you. I need you. Come now. going to worship him you just worship him let your heart touch him close your eyes don't worry about the person next to you your praise your worship is going to set you free it might set the person next to you free too. just go after him and as you praise as you give him your heart expect that he will start touching you and don't leave here until he touches you don't leave here until you've received that thing Thank you, Father.
1: We thank you. You, we adore You. Oh Lord, we adore You. We adore You. We adore You. Oh Lord, You are righteous. You are righteous. You are righteous, you are righteous, oh Lord, you are loving, you are loving, you are loving, you are loving. I trust you, and I trust you, oh Lord. And I trust you, and I trust you, and I trust you, oh Lord. Good, good father. Beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful, oh, oh, oh. you are beautiful, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. Bye. My-
0: that we just give you ourselves. Lord, we don't just make it words. We back up those words with actions. Lord, we show our thankfulness in the way that we live. We show our praise in the way that we live. Lord, we live a life full of thankfulness and praise and worship. Your word says in Romans 12:1, that this is our spiritual service of worship, that we give our lives a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to god this is our spiritual service of worship lord we worship you with our lives not just on sunday morning but every day of the week and when we worship you lord we enter into your presence and your presence goes with us And your presence does things that only your presence can do. It starts to bring about the supernatural. It starts to bring about healing and provision. It starts to bring answers. Lord, it overflows life into the lives of others. Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we praise you. We praise you and we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father.
1: Father.
0: Father. I know that maybe not everybody in here will know this or experience this, it some of it comes from just growing in the Lord and, and uh, we all have a room to grow. Everybody does, you know especially me too. We all have room to grow. But when we started worshiping and even even, even now, did you feel how the whole atmosphere changed in this place? If you felt it shift, will you raise your hand? You could see how it all shifts. And even if you didn't feel that, you can grow up to that place where you start to recognize that. But here's the thing, by all the witnesses, you can tell that something happened, whether or not everybody felt it or not. And whether you felt it or not doesn't really make, make any difference right now. Something changed and that thing that changed is the glory of the Lord that's wanting to move in and touch his people. Bring solutions. You can create that same atmosphere, whether you feel it or not, simply by turning on thankfulness and praise and worship in your own house. You can be going down the road and just start thanking Him and praising Him and worshiping Him. And all of a sudden, the same thing will happen whether you feel it or not. The presence of God is drawn to that. The presence of God is drawn to that. He feels the praises. F-I-L-L. He f I L L. Well, I guess he F E E it too. He feels it and he feels the praises. Lord, we praise you. We thank you. Lord, thank you for bringing solutions. You may know what it is already, you may already feel a touch of God. In your lives or you might not yet but Lord we know that you've made changes you brought solutions maybe there was something bad that was coming up in the lives of people here and you wiped it out you already handled it before they get there and they may never know that today is the day that knocked it out but maybe it's that way maybe there you're, you're gonna need an answer in just a couple of days and all of a sudden the wisdom of heaven will come in maybe you'll need strength you'll be in a situation and you need the boldness and the confidence of God or the joy of the Lord or the strength of of the Holy Spirit and it'll come those solutions come in, in moments like this I remind you you can have a moment like this at any time simply turn in your heart the Lord and saying, Lord, I want to go after you with everything. You come to a place in your house where it's not looking good, where it's where you know it's not what you want, all of a sudden, just turn on some praise music. Go back to this service and replay it, and just start worshiping Him, then right in your house. Lord, we thank You. We thank you. We praise you. And just go after Him, Lord, you are holy, Lord. And all of a sudden, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Father, we praise you and we worship you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. I feel like if I preached what I had preached, it would take away from what's already happened. And I don't want to do that. But I do believe he wants you to hear the main points of it. It's amazing how what just happened in worship goes right along with the message that I had prepared. It's amazing. And just do this. If you know that God has already touched you this morning, will you raise your hand? Now see, you can look around and whether you felt it or not, the Lord was moving. And what I love to point out is sometimes it's, you know, he's not touching you like he may be touching somebody else. But if it was you that was getting touched by the Lord this morning, wouldn't you want somebody else praying for that to happen to you? So that's the moment where we pray and we let the Lord do what he wants to do in the lives of people. We've been talking already this morning about the presence of God and that was, that was basically what I was going to talk about is His presence is everything. In His presence, Acts 17, 28 uh, says this, For in Him we live and move and have our being. In Him, in the presence of Christ, we, we live and move and have our being. You can define those words like this: we have life and life to the full. Action happens. You know, it doesn't just, it's not just theory for the rest of our lives, but in him, something happens in him. We move. We have our being. We have our identity. We we come into being. We're activated. And and we are we find creation in him. In his presence, we have life. Action, identity, activation, and creation. Golly, we could sit on that for a long time and just listen to that. Yeah. Moses said this, Exodus 33, 13 through 15, he said, Now therefore I pray thee, Moses talking to God, if I have found if I've found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight. And consider that this nation is thy people and he said and he said my presence shall go with thee and i will give thee rest in his presence is rest is peace many times we don't have the peace that we need because we're truly not walking in his presence we're not walking in that place Sometimes people will say like, you know, and even say like, you're not hardly bothered by anything. And even if I am bothered, I know that there's going to be a solution to it. Or I know that the Lord's going to come through and they're like, you're just at peace. You see things with rosy glasses. It's just because I know that in him, I have rest. It's already handled. We can all walk like that. It's what we have through Jesus. Moses said to him, I love this. If thy presence go not with me. Carry us not up hence. In other words, don't take us anywhere. If if your presence can't go with us, I don't want to go. I need your presence. We need to be addicted to the presence of God. We need to be addicted to it. Moments like that. We need to be addicted to that, the presence of the Lord. You know, and, and I'll tell you, the, your, your traditional church in America, they're, they're going to get really bored with something like that. Because they're not addicted to the presence of God. Come on, They're not addicted to it. They're, they don't understand how to get into his presence, nor how to stay there. They just want God to touch them and, and never do anything you know, for God. Never minister to the Lord. And it's not all about ministering to the Lord, but what it is about is putting him and his ways first. And as soon as it gets out of our ways, people want to exit stage left because that's not comfortable to me. I don't understand it. Instead of saying, Lord, if that's you, I want all of it. I want all of it. And all of a sudden the Lord can touch his people. Moses said it like this. If you don't go with me, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Acts 4.13 here were the disciples, they were, on, they were on trial and it says, now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John, they understood that Peter and John were uneducated and untrained men. They didn't have education, they didn't have degrees on their wall, yet something happened. They were amazed and they began to recognize them yeah. as being with Jesus. Yeah. The presence of God marks us. It lifts us. In Exodus 33, you have this place where Moses says, show me your glory. And the presence of God comes down. And all of a sudden, Moses doesn't even realize that he comes off the mountain, having been in the face of God and in his presence and his face shone like the sun. So much so that the people started putting it in reverse. They're like, you know, just backing up. Because they didn't know what to think because the glory of God had gotten on them. He had been in the presence. His presence marks us. His presence empowers us. Moses heads to the burning bush and here God shows up in the burning bush and he starts talking to him. And all of a Moses is now empowered to go set an entire nation free where they were in slavery. Empowered by the presence of God. His presence is everything. In him we have life, action, identity, activation, creation. His presence marks us. His presence empowers us to do what we're called to do. And then let's look at Psalms 100 and verse 4. Psalms 100 and verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. We thank you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Praise you, praise you, oh Lord. You are holy, 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 oh Lord. What are we doing? We're entering his gates, we're entering his courts, we're blessing his name. You, Lord, your name is holy. with thanksgiving we move closer to his presence this is this is the thing that i wanted to point out if you can imagine you know the temple but just i'll just put it like this like a inner circle where the holy of holies with god and then the next ring is the the holy place and the next that's his his courts and his you know his courts and then the holy place and then the holy of holies you enter the gates into the courts and then by praise you enter into the holy place and then by worship you stay in that holy place you live a life of worship you stay in the holy of holies but i know this that without thanksgiving we don't even come close to his presence wow. You can't even get close to him. In his presence is empowerment. It marks us. It activates us. It gives us life. But you don't even get close to his presence without thanksgiving. Without thanksgiving. Are we thankful enough? With that in mind, are we thankful enough? We don't even enter his courts. Without thanksgiving. There's a. I was reading this verse. And I just want to. It's been sticking out to me all week. I think it's for more than a couple of people here. And I know it's really for all of us. But I think it will really stick out to at least a couple of people. Nehemiah 8.10. We all know. That the joy of the. Lord is our strength for the most part we've heard that at some place the joy of the Lord is our strength but you need to read this whole verse where that comes from it says this then he said to him go eat the fat drink of the sweet in other words he's saying enjoy life enjoy life he's saying don't walk around miserable I can't ever have you know that I was talking to a friend of mine recently and I was talking about some future fasting And he said, remember, Brian, that it's right to have a feast as well. It's just as right to have a feast as it is to fast at the proper time. A lot of people, they're walking around and they're letting life beat them up and they're not eating the fat and they're not drinking the sweet. And we're supposed to be walking around in the joy of the Lord. And it's not that there's not a time for fasting. There is at the beginning of the year. We're going to have that period of fasting. It's going to be awesome. But there's also a time and and that we're supposed to walk at, around in the presence of God and his presence brings the sweet. His presence is good news. His presence brings the fat. In other words, if you had the fat, you know, a lot of times you look at the old paintings and everything and we look at them, we're like, man, they were overweight, you know, in the like the old Renaissance paintings stuff like that. That just meant they were wealthy that meant that they had money because they were eating the fat in other words they were prosperous right. come on come on they were prosperous maybe I've been prosperous too many times amen <laughs> we, need, we need to work on that but there's a time for us to be in the feast of God and that's all the time but he goes on then he says this he says send portions to him, Who has nothing prepared. In in other words out of your overflow. Give to someone else. But then he says for this day is holy to our Lord. And then he says this. Do not be grieved. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. A lot of people want the strength of God. and, And you start to see that on this side is the joy of the Lord. And it is our strength. And over here is grieved and sorrowful. The King James says, don't be sorry. Don't be sorrowful. And the world will teach us, well, you have all this stuff going on and all this junk and all this mess, and they shouldn't have done that and they shouldn't have done this. And so what we will do a lot of times is we'll say, yeah, it's so bad. And we'll step over into the place of grieving, not realizing that we just fell into the devil's plan to get us away from strength because he got us away from joy. You know, and sometimes we, we have some stuff happen and it seems major and it seems big. But you have the word of the Lord that should supersede what the world has taught you. What society has taught you is to be grieved and be sorrowful because you have a right to grieve. You have a right to be sorrowful. But yet you have the Lord saying, don't be grieved. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. This is the devil's way to get you into being weak so that he can trample on you. And we have to say, this is what I'm saying. There's a connection here to thankfulness because if we're sitting in that that situation where it looks like it's bad, but we don't set our eyes of thankfulness on God, we don't even step into the courts and into the place where the joy of the Lord is our strength. In In the greatest hard times, in the worst of the hard times, the biggest hard times, we can look at the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you, Lord, that I don't have to go hill. I thank you, Lord. I am breathing still. Praise God. I thank you. We can find something to give thankful for. And what I said earlier is I know that we can't even come close to the presence of God without thankfulness. We ought to become masters of thankfulness. Thankfulness ought to come easy to us. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lord. We ought to become masters of thankfulness. Lord, today we choose to be a thankful people. We choose to be a thankful people. I want to read you something. And then I want us to read Psalms 100 together. And then we'll eat glory to God. Can we get thankful for that? Let me read this to you. On Thanksgiving Day, as we have for nearly four centuries, Americans give thanks to Almighty God for our abundant blessings. We gather with the people we love to show gratitude for our freedom for our friends and families, and for the prosperous nation we call home. In July 1620, more than 100 pilgrims boarded the Mayflower, fleeing religious religious persecution and seeking freedom and opportunities in a new and unfamiliar place. These dauntless souls arrived in Plymouth, Massachusetts in the freezing cold of December 1620. They were greeted by sickness and severe weather and quickly lost 46 of their fellow travelers. Those that endured the incredible hardship of their first year in America, however, had reasons for gratitude. Just think about that. 46% of them instantly gone. And yet they found a place of thankfulness. They had many reasons for gratitude. They had survived. They were free. And with the help of the Wampanoag tribe, I hope I said that right, and a bountiful harvest, they were regaining their health and strength. In thanks to God for these blessings, the new governor of Plymouth Colony, William Bradford, proclaimed a day of thanksgiving and gathered with the tribe for three days of celebration. For the next two centuries, many individuals, colonies, and states, primarily in the Northeast, carried on the tradition of fall Thanksgiving festivities. But each state celebrated it on a different day and sometime on an occasional basis. It was not until 1863 that the holiday was celebrated on one day nationwide. In the aftermath of the Battle of Gettysburg, one of the bloodiest battles of our nation's civil war, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed that the country would set aside one day to remember its many blessings. In the midst, he quoted, in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, President Lincoln proclaimed, We recall the bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. come on. As President Lincoln recognized, no human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. Today we continue to celebrate Thanksgiving with a grateful and charitable spirit. When we have opened our hearts and extend our heart our hands to those in need, we show humility for the bountiful gifts we have received. In the aftermath of the succession of tragedies that have stunned and shocked our nations, Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria, the wildfires that raged in the West, and the horrific acts of violence and terror in Las Vegas, New York City, and Sutherland Springs, we have witnessed the generous nature of the American people. In the midst of heartache and turmoil, we are grateful for the swift action of the first responders, law enforcement enforcement personnel, military and medical professionals, volunteers and everyday heroes who embodied embodied our infinite capacity to extend compassion and humanity to our fellow man. As we mourn these painful events, we are ever confident that the perseverance and the optimism of the American people will prevail. We can see in the courageous pilgrims who stood on Plymouth Rock in new land, the intrepidness that lies at the core of our American spirit. Just as pilgrims did today, Americans stand strong, willing to fight for their families and their futures, to uphold our values and to confront any challenge. This Thanksgiving, in addition to rejoicing in precious time spent with loved ones, let us find ways to serve and encourage each other in both word and deed. We also offer a special word of thanks to the brave men and women of our armed forces, many of whom celebrate this holiday separated from the ones for whom they are most thankful. And as one people, we seek God's protection, guidance, and wisdom as we stand humbled by the abundance of our great nation and the blessings of freedom, family, and faith. Now, therefore, I, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Constitution of the law of the United States, do hereby proclaim Thursday, November 23rd, 2017, as a national day of thanksgiving. I encourage all Americans to gather in homes and places of worships to offer a prayer of thanks to God for our many blessings. In witness whereof I have hereunto set my hand this 17th day of November in the year of our Lord, 2017, and of the independence of the United States of America, the 242nd, Donald J. Trump. Ever since I've been an adult, I've longed to read something of that nature, which gives thanksgiving to God from a leader of our country. That in itself is worthy of thanks. But I think no matter where you stand on the political scale, we can say that if the pilgrims could find a place of thanks on that day, and if the nation and the country could find a place in the middle of a civil war, And say, Lord, we recognize it's your mercy and it's your grace and we give you thanks. Father, we can give you thanks today. If they can do that, then we can continue the will of God to give thanks in every circumstance, not step into sorrow, not step into being grieved but to step into the place of the joy of the Lord so that we might be strengthened and be the light that he's called us to be. Father, we recognize your, your bounties. We recognize your hand and your blessing on this country. Even the people in this country that we call poor are at the least middle class yep. Yep. in most countries around the world. Yep. Father, we are so blessed and while the devil seeks to have us focus on the things that are going wrong, we just make a conscious decision to focus on the things that you have done right. We make a conscious decision to be thankful for your great mercy, which has saved us. Through the corruption of man's fall, many things have come to a place that sometimes we don't even recognize, but some- times they pain us. They fall into a place where it's so easy to step into sorrow. It's so easy to step into the place of being grieved. But yet, according to your word, Lord, we make a declaration and a proclamation. We make a decision here today that we will be the people that follow your command, that follow your will, and we will be thankful. Amen. We will enter into your courts. We will praise into the Holy Place, Lord, and we will worship and be in your presence and we will become carriers of your presence every day so that the power of God might shine its light throughout America and throughout this whole world. Lord, we are your people and we are thankful. We are thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up, let's, let's uh, read this hundredth psalm. It's on your handouts there. But let's stand up and let's read it together. And let's read it like we we feel it. In Jesus' name. Psalms 100 and verse 1. A psalm of thanksgiving. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord Himself is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and His faithfulness to all generations. Glory to God. Just give Him a shout of praise right now. Father, we praise You and we worship You. Thank You, Lord. We will choose to be thankful and to enter your joy. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness to all generations. Father, as your people, we receive your loving kindness and your faithfulness. For the rest of our time, we praise you. We love you. And Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your son. Jesus, thank you for giving your life. For being our Lord and our Savior, our King. Holy Spirit, thank you for comforting us, guiding us, teaching us, and leading us into all truth. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lead that real quick. Just run right there. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we
1: thank you. We thank you.
0: Father, we praise you and we worship you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mr. Chris, I think they're about ready to eat.